Radio. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DB Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DB Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I'm Nevermore, and I'm not normally this pleasant sounding. I'm Frosty, and I'm just a frozen asshole. And that's right, you got DV Oink who loves to play and shit. I mean, no, <laughs> no, wait a minute, hold on. And they really didn't name your asshole one and two? That's what the boss calls it. <laughs> two people remember me and one folks, mom. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> we were a little bit soggy. Boiled bacon. <laughs> that's right. And I'd like to introduce DV Midnight Backdoor for all your backdoor needs. <laughs> you know what that means. We will talk really slow for you. Oh no, some of those nights at work. I say that's a different little bird. <laughs> Welcome to Frag Out, Drag Out. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together ooky, the Adams family. The house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams Family. Neat. Sweet. Petite. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on, we're gonna pay a call on, the Adams Family. show <laughs> this is uh frag out drag out uncle fester's anniversary show i'm bonerwood this is dvradio.net wdvr uh the people that we got with us today are up in alaska the tundra of the snowmen and frozen pigs we got Oink. What's happening, folks? We got Mr. Midnight Frosty. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, in the, I, I don't know if it's cold, medium, hot as fuck, what, but we got uh, our residential uh, Black Marine Crown Eater himself, Sergeant Wardog, over in Texas. Psych War Gang. <laughs> and here in my backwoods of North Kakalaki, we've got uh, the wood turning man himself uh, speaking to Uncle Fester all day. We got JJ. Howdy. And, howdy, and, howdy. And, and down further in North Kakalaki, we got her mama. We got Uncle Fester's wife, Mama P. Mears Fester. Hey, everybody. I'll ask this and turn it over to you guys. How's everybody doing today? All right. Trying to stay together. <laughs> we just got off work, so we're ready to party. I think maybe. I don't know. Maybe let's just go to bed. Fuck, I don't know. I don't even know what day it is anymore half the time. Well, <laughs> keeping with tradition, this is Frag Out, Drag Out, so I had to break out the uh, alcohol. 
<laughs> right? The rum's already getting to me. Arr, rum, arr. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm on the lathe. I, uh, and, and like both said, I've been talking to Paul all day. I've been talking to Fester all day. Mama P gave me his, um, air compressor. And I use it every day when I turn. So Paul's with me in the shop every day. And I woke up this morning and I remembered what date it was. And I just thought, God damn it, Paul. That would be so cool if you were watching me make this project today. But he is. So that's where I'm at. I'm uh, I'm talking to Paul, talking to Fester. And I did forget to mention before anybody starts questioning, Nevermore had to work today. So she can't be on the show today. But I know she wanted to be. Yeah, not only, not only does she have to work, but the uh, the regional managers there, so she can't fuck off and get, uh, sneak on Big here. Boss. She, you know, yeah, yeah so, she, she can't just, be dysfunctional today. Just no. go into the family bathroom and take a three hour shit. It'll be all right. <laughs> be easy to get away with in that place. Well, I'm stepping. I'm stepping in for Nevermore. Like I asked Doink, that I have to put pants on first. So. You know. No, pants were definitely oh, no. optional. Pants were always optional. <laughs> Wait, you guys I mean, were pants? Off, you have to, I mean, have to tell him to put them on when he comes into work. So, I mean, come on. Breaches? We don't need no stinking breaches. Well, with as deep as the snow is around here, it's a little chilly walking through the snow, getting into the shop without pants on. <laughs> Especially this year. I don't know what the fuck it is, but holy shit. <laughs> If I turn around, I'm nuts deep in snow. According to my mom, according to my mom, you know, the older you get, the colder you are. So I guess, I guess that's well, the Lord it. your balls hang too. So he's, he's really Frosty's balls deep in snow because you know he's in his late forties and shit's just dragging. Right. I just hit mid forties, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever. You're still dragging. They she didn't touch her socks yet. <laughs> she came in here the other day, and it's she was hitting me with the knees though. <laughs> it's I think it was like eight thirty at night, and I looked over and it said seventy degrees, and she's standing over here, and she, you know, the cold thing you do where you cross your arms and you do the whole thing. She was doing it the whole time we were talking. I said, "Are you cold?" Yeah, and I was like, it's 70 fucking degrees in here. What are you cold for? So while she was standing right. here, I had to turn the heat on. And then as soon as I heard the door shut, I turned that shut off. I was like, no, we ain't going down that fucking avenue today. Shit, I had to, I had to switch over to AC today because it's warm enough. The house is nice and cozy. Yeah. And, uh, it's, and then it's right over nice Christmas, today. it was so fucking cold that we couldn't, the heat couldn't keep up. So. Mm hmm. So, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't in North, North Carolina this year. I found out that uh, my oldest cousin, he's he's not, you know, the one that thought he was dying from a hickey. Um, but he, uh, he he came out on Christmas and we were talking about the heat and the cold weather and all. And he, he goes, man, I have my AC on all winter to the point that it froze. Like it literally, fro his air conditioning literally froze while it was on. Like froze completely up, broke it. Like and I was like, I'm I'm fucking stupid and hot all the time. But damn, like really, like, we're going that far. But anyway, back to you guys. <laughs> so 
Does anybody want to explain why we are having this show for our listeners that may not know? Well, if they tuned in during our New Year's celebration, no, we didn't mention that. We mentioned it after the show, didn't we? Yeah, we, we but, didn't uh, talk about it during the show, actually, because I'm a dumbass and forgot. Yeah, well, you know, it was one of those things where I think uh, everybody was getting ready to call it a night. We didn't uh, let fireworks off at most places and watch the ball drop in some areas. And, you know, Frosty touched water in his, uh, with his. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was it, basically today was the day that, uh, unfortunately, uh, we lost Uncle Fester. Uh, and, you know, it was his wish that we continue doing what we're doing. And that, uh, you know, we continue on because it was something that he believed in. I think it's something that we all believed in and still do. And in his honor, we're going to continue to do this until uh, we break our contracts, you know. And, you know, we we always talk about how this is a show for veterans, uh, you know, for veterans, by veterans. But we also mentioned, you know, we take care of our first responders. But I'd be damned if we did not have it any first responders on our, any of the shows. Well, back in the day, Mr. Uh, Uncle Fester at the time was Ben Farteen from one of his many long night episodes of watching, what was it, South Park? I think it was. Yeah. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. That's right. That's right. Saturday Night Live. And uh, he, he kept bugging me and, and Snafu and a few other hosts at all hours of night, I mean, it would be two o'clock in the morning to four o'clock and poor Miss Fester laying in bed, having his phone probably light up and ding next to her in the middle of the night, all hours of the night. But, you know, he was always constantly in touch with us, sending us jokes, uh, funny memes and you name it. And then when we got to doing the frag out drag out, we, we needed another host. And lo and behold, you know, after talking about it with Bo and a few other folks, I think you mentioned the, I got the perfect candidate for you. Uh, he's a one-legged fireman. We're like, what? Oh, no, there can't be. And, and he mentioned his name. And we're like, well, that sounds familiar. You know, it really sounds familiar. And then, uh, you know, he, we got a chance to talk to him. And Paul came on. And, you know, being a veteran is, is one breed. You know, and being a fireman is, is a totally different breed. But when it comes to the commonalities between the two of, of seeing, you know, danger, of experiencing it, of PTSD, of, of living, you know, nightmares over and over again, and then needing a brother and sister to lean on from time to time, it got to the point where we're like, God, he's going to be a perfect fit. And sure as shit, as soon as he got on, if he wasn't a perfect fit for, for our show, Frag Out, Drag Out, I don't know what else, you know, who else would have been. But uh, Paul came on, fit it right in, and, uh, you know, never looked back. And from that point on, you know, he was always with us, did everything, and he was the man behind the scenes that would get our guests on the shows with us and everything else. So a very intricate part of what we did on Frag Out, Drag Out, that's for sure. I got to ask. He really really took a lot of the work off the rest of us and made it uh, a lot easier. I was just going to say, I got to ask Mama P because Oik brought it up, you know, listening to our dumbasses for whatever reason at all hours of the night. Did, did he not ever invest in earbuds? I mean, he invested in a lot of electronic shit. Was earbuds just one of those things? That, nah, fuck it. Uh, no, no earbuds. <laughs> and he didn't type to respond to y'all's message. He talked. Well, so he pulled oh, a six. Shit, that made it even worse. He pulled a six. <laughs> Yes, a sex. No, I'm sex. Some of those messages. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, that's the reason we said sex, right? Because it's been a few weeks now. We're all we're we're all doing something in chat, and then all of a sudden, six sends us a message and signs it sex, and he he sends sex like fifteen times, and he's trying to get it to say sex. So if With it was Boston a, accent, right? That he doesn't fucking have. Yeah. <laughs> so if it was anything like six, I can only imagine how aggravating. Not only was it for Vester to be talking into his phone to send a message, but for you to hear him trying to correct shit. Oh, it was. Yeah, quite comical. I got to the point I could tune him out to sleep. <laughs> That's how bad it got. Was he the TV for you to go to sleep? No, it wasn't. We, we never had to hear the TV. He would throw on DV radio podcasts. <laughs> Every night we were listening to another, another podcast off Podbean. Oh, dear Lord. There's a reason for all the traffic. Right. That just, that just goes to prove that the whole thing that I've been saying for years, you can listen to us and fall asleep. It's It's been proven. Just ask once. Hey. Hey. This is only twice. Oh, shit. Yeah, but when you've he- heard all of them five times <laughs> then you kind of start okay I've heard this one before I can go to sleep now hear the same one again the next night I'm like why are we listening to this one again oh I've listened to all of them again today I'm like mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> that's the next one in the lineup again yep exactly he just start at the bottom and work his way through the pod beams I've we went all the way back before Bo was on, I believe. Yeah, and there aren't many of those because the last host was a dick. But yeah, I tried to preserve mm. as many as I could get my hands on. <laughs> I, I think, I think my first real big encounter with him, with Uncle Fester, was on Patreon, and I know I've told the story before. But he was so pissy with me in one of my posts. <laughs> yep, that, I remember that. Yeah. That was, if I'm not mistaken, Bo, that was the night he'd had his leg removed. And he was, they couldn't get the pain meds straightened out. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't slept in 48 hours. And he was, they were trying to get the pain under control and they couldn't get it under control. And he literally went into like a, psychotic meltdown oh i know i know um because <laughs> i'd put something up about you know uh we we try to uh we care basically that that was the point of the post for our listeners and all and don't you know it here comes faster no you fucking don't you don't give a damn and blah 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 blah, blah. and at first i ain't gonna lie it pissed me off I think it would anybody, right? And then I was like, well, that's not him. And and I think I responded with, I don't know what's going on, but this isn't normally you. And if you need anything, just reach out to any of us or blah, 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 blah. But I'll, I'll never, 
ever forget <laughs> that encounter because it was one of those things that shocks you. You know, you've got somebody supporting you monetarily that's like, oh, you, fuck you, you don't give a shit. It's like, what? <laughs> Where did that thought come from, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that, I, I know we look back on it and it was funny, but it was a serious time as well because um, I think it was around the same time that we had a lot of, uh, uh, suicides among the veterans. And, and I was just like, yeah, dude, you need help. Not in a bad way, but I was like, you need help. You know, you, you need to talk to somebody. You need to anybody. I don't care. Fucking we'll, we'll talk all night if you need to. But, uh, that was my first, uh, faster encounter, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Like I remember you sending, passing. I don't know how many stories to either myself, I think even you, Bo, uh, for junk in the news. Oh, dude. And, and, and Google was like, and another one from Ben Fartin, you know, <laughs> like I said, one of his many profiles that he had at the time. I know at one time, I think that's all the junk in the news was, was just his, his <laughs> article, like the dumbest shit you could imagine. Like, I don't know. Like, I know my cookie history and my search history probably would, you know, <laughs> scare some people. His? Nah, man. He, he's in an insane asylum immediately. Like, like we're gay. Right? Like, <laughs> like, he is the epitome of psych word gang, right? Like, he might get more dog run for his money. That's what I'm, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, another one that sticks out and I'm going to be eating here in a second. So if you hear me sounding like I'm gurgling cock, I'm not, I'm just eating my fucking lunch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, the other thing that sticks out another time is when we had, uh, Adam on from hard luck (laughs) and, uh, And I forgot what the whole scenario was, but it had something to do with that kid that Adam was mentoring. And, and Fester was like, get him to shave his pubes. And, and we were like, whoa, man, calm down. Well, the kid isn't yeah, even 18 yet. Like, I think it was during the fundraiser we were doing for mm-hmm. Ty, the, the young yeah. boy that had cancer. That's and what... uh, one of the kids that, that Ty really attached to and got along with her at Hard Luck was, mm-hmm. oh, God, I can't remember his name now. And I can't either. Anyway, he had, yeah, and he had long flowing hair. Yeah, and he said he would shut, he would cut all that hair off if there was That's a or something or another. And <laughs> Uncle Fester just keeps chiming in, shave his pubes, shave his pubes. Yeah. Finally, I think Adam's like, "Dude, he's seventeen, man, give yeah. him a break." Yeah, he's like, "Are you okay? You you want a seventeen year old to shave his pubes? Why? Why? Are you okay?" <laughs> Because I think oh, us in the background in chat were like, is is he okay? Like, should we stop him? <laughs> and I was like, if it goes another step, I'm going to stop him. Because <laughs> we, were, we were, at that point, we were, we were a little concerned. <laughs> a little bit. But at the same time, we were like, we'll, we'll, we'll look over for a minute. And then finally... It stopped. <laughs> After Adam said that, I think it finally stopped. But we were like, yep. whew, dodged a bullet. Like, <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Came to cut his pubes, damn it. Yeah, but the funny thing was, is that when we had him on the show for Frag Out, Drag Out, you know, he was one of the last people uh, to say anything to the guests. 
And no matter who it was that came on, no matter if it was a, a funny segment, a serious segment, uh, a rant segment, you know, with one of the guests, he was always thanking them to come on, always had the, the you know, politeness and, you know, uh, heart to, to tell the host or the guest that came on with us, you know, thank you if one of us forgot to do it. So, you know, you, you, you could just tell he had the right heart. He was never malicious in the, in the comments that he made. It was always out of fun, out of good humor. And that's one thing that you, you definitely miss about Paul. Sorry, I'm eating. You guys will have to keep the show going. <laughs> I told you, man. I'm only here when I'm needed. <laughs> I don't know if you're dying, coughing, and muting at the same time. <laughs> I'm trying to oh, eat and not choke while I laugh, so... <laughs> Story time. Oh, we need stories, God damn it. <laughs> I, I was, the only one I, the main one out of the frag out crew that I will always remember was the night that uh, Nevermore got locked out of her truck. Oh, yeah. I remember that one, too. <laughs> and me getting hit in the back, of the, in the back, sound asleep, telling me to get up. I got to drive to Greensboro and get Nevermore. <laughs> And I had to be at work in three hours. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> of course, we're sitting, me, me and Frosty are sitting at work, and next thing you know, my phone starts blowing up. And then it was a tag team between Nevermore and, and you know, Paul, they're tagging us and, and talking at the same time, and I'm trying to keep up. And it was like, okay, well, um, we can we can definitely work something. No, you guys don't got to go anywhere. If, if you're talking to the guy, and I remember, I don't remember his name now, but he was a veteran-owned uh, company that locksmith, you know, yeah, yeah, locksmith that was willing to work with us. And I told him, I said, you know, I'll give you my card number. I don't have a problem with that. If you help my sister out, get her home, you can get paid, and you can go home, so you ain't got to stay out all night. And I got a you know brother in a wheelchair that doesn't have to drag his wife out of bed to you know come come rescue from hours away. So if you do this, you're saving a lot of ass pain for a lot of people. <laughs> and as yeah. a result. I think all of us have the freaking codes for my pickup. <laughs> all of us have it somewhere buried. Yes. <laughs> then we shocked him when we called him back about a couple months later about being on the show. Yeah, yeah, we got him on the air. I remember that. I remember that. Yes, uh, JJ. The code is smack dab on the middle of his screen. And his desktop. <laughs> This is JJ's code. It's like anytime she got, she locked herself out of the truck again, and she messaged me. She's like, "What's the code?" And I think she messaged the frag out chat too. And everybody's <laughs> put the freaking code in. Like, oh, we know this. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> and that's one thing that you just couldn't say. You, ha- you you could not say that Paul was not all heart. He absolutely was. He was all heart. He would give anything. He would give you the shirt off of his back. And uh, I'd say he'd give you your right leg, but you know, you just get a stump well, at that yeah. point. Yeah, you just yeah, you really wouldn't be getting much. So no, he, he would have given you. He would have given you the right leg. Remember, it's the tool with TV radio. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got all the stickers on it. <laughs> it's still sitting right here in the living room, as a matter of fact. 
Hey, you know, uh, Mama, you should uh, you should loan it to me, and I'll turn it into a lamp. <laughs> I dare you to put a fishnet stocking on it. I was about to say, put a fishnet stocking on it. I'll, I'll fucking I'll, do it. I'll hey, do it. Hey, I got the box that says Fragile on it too that I gave my brother a couple of years ago. I'll do it. Well, Don't fun, do it, mate. Funny enough, my uh, UPS driver that picks up from my my store got me one of those um leg lamp ornaments for christmas this year <laughs> we done that a couple years ago for my brother because he hates the christmas story for whatever reason me and my mom love it and he hates that scene so much that i found one of those leg lamps and we done the whole crate with the fragility and I, I stuffed it, all that hay stuff down in there and we covered it up and put the leg lamp in there and all this shit and he opened it up and the look on his face of just horrified fuck you like everything just ran through you could see like he had a smile but it wasn't that ha 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 smile it was like I'm gonna get you I'm gonna get you man <coughs> Dead fucking air, really. Uh, hey, he loved the dead air. He was the first one to say dead air. <laughs> yeah, was, I'll tell you, my uh, first time I, I actually physically met him, I was having trouble with my laptop, and he used to do... Uh, computer repairs and stuff and so he's like bring it on down i'm like sure i'll come down and i gave him a gave him a call and said hey uh i'm gonna head down that way today and uh he didn't say oh cool Uh, i'm looking forward to meeting you or anything he said you mean i get to meet skeeter (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like yeah i'm bringing the fucking dog (laughs) i'm just chopped liver but skeeter's coming what's the same with six though Six, six only comes to North Carolina so he can see Skeeter. <laughs> yep. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Every time Six comes down, he's like, I need to get down and see what's his name with uh, Skeeter. And I'm like, what's his name? <laughs> really? It's not even it's it's not even Jaquan anymore. It's what's his name? <laughs> Jaquan. I'm like, wow. And the, yeah. and the most hilarious part is he remembers that. Do you remember when... Uh, six had that huge ass tent out here, the army tent. And you came up and y'all done the interview inside the tent. It was during the summer one year. It was hotter than shit. I remember that, but I remember the tent. Yeah. That's why it was hotter than shit. Cause it was inside of a fucking green army <laughs> tent. Yeah. He remembers that vividly. Doesn't remember your fucking name and remember Skeeter. And I'm like, are, are you fucking like you, you broke bread with the man. And you don't remember the motherfucker's name. He fucking cooked ribs for me at his house. Right? <laughs> at the farm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's six, though. You got to love him. You got to love him. Paul and six would have got along great. It would have been actually. Mm-hmm. We would have oh, had no. to pry them apart. No. We would have had to pry them apart. <laughs> We'd like, okay, so one of you's got to go to bed. <laughs> no, man. We needed bell money. Yeah, point blank. Like, not wrong. I know we're all fucked, 
and we pushed boundaries, but those two would have been in jail in a heartbeat if they'd been together out in public. You're, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. So on, on that spectrum, I am grateful they never got to be together. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got enough money all put together to get both of them out right? that many times. <laughs> Shit. We got to help each other get fucking hotels and fucking gas money to get to places. Imagine us trying to pull bond together. Like, come on. <laughs> We'd all, all right, be. Which one of you two showed your penis. Which one Yo. was it? <laughs> Oh, we, we would all be exactly. having to stay at the farm because we'd all be fucking homeless for fucking getting bail together for those two dicks. Or them two trying, you know, Paul in his motorized wheelchair and six trying to pull him behind him in the truck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I am disappointed that Paul and I never got to race. <laughs> Especially after I got that new one, I was like, damn. <laughs> On this year's edition of the Special Olympics, we got Bo in the left lane. In the right lane, we got Buster. Oh, dude, he'd have cheated right off the start. That fucking leg would have came off and hit me in the back oh, of the hell goddamn yeah. head. Oh, hell son of a bitch. <laughs> He'd smack you upside the head with it and throw it under your tire like a wheel chalk. Yep. <laughs> if if I managed to not get knocked the fuck out, it would have been days of thunder going down the fucking hallway. Oh, Rubin is definitely racing. Yeah. Rubin is definitely racing. <laughs> Look at these two handicapped dumbasses racing in their wheel tires. <laughs> God damn it. That's exactly what would have happened. <laughs> Jesus. Purple Heart Home Special Edition of Take That Hill Challenge. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wheelchair edition. What are you raising funds for? For the dumbasses out here in society. <laughs> the cash flying like crazy to see that one. Dude, it does make me wonder if we could have, you know, I know we could have done it, but how much we could have raised in fundraising if we actually had done right. that. <laughs> Put an open line there in Vegas, you know, on a betting line or somehow. How close to the finish line before the battery dies. <laughs> have Joe Rogan fucking commentating that shit. <laughs> oh, look, it's Fester with his leg. <laughs> and buy a toe link. We'll get GW out there to call the start. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boogity, boogie, boogie. Here they go, boys. He definitely couldn't have a starter pistol because there'd be too many assholes with PTSD out there. <laughs> Returning fire. Return fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talk about psych word, gang. All them motherfuckers fucking stampeding that bitch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, we ain't right. Right. So <laughs> we were gonna have Frosty do the intro. They were like, nah, he fucks it up all the time. So <laughs> then I was like, funny enough, in the Uncle Fester folder. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not joking. I'd put this together a long time ago now. But I'm looking at it right now. That's on the second row. It's the very first one on the second row of items in this folder. 
It's a little thing we put together called Frosty Fucked It All Up. I put it together. These guys, you know, they came up with the content. I just threw it together. I but, fucked it all up. <laughs> before I play it, why is it significant to Uncle Fester there, Miss Fester? Oh, I don't know, because he played it a thousand times a day. <laughs> well, in honor of a thousand times played a day, and I guess that's where all the plays come from, is <laughs> him. Excuse me. We'll, uh, we'll play Frosty Fucked It All Up, and uh, we'll be back in about three and a half minutes. Enjoy! TV Radio. Days. The one, the 
My earbud came out for a minute because I was like, ow. <laughs> I heard it in a minute. I was like, ah, oh, damn, that's, that's a little too loud. So I had to turn it down on my end. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then all I can I remember. that in a while. Well, all I can remember when it first aired is the people that actually listened to the show, right? Why is it so long? <laughs> Because I found it fucking hilarious. Will this ever end? Because in the context that it was, I play it in that song a couple times. But Frosty goes, DVR radio. Instead of DV radio, he says, here on DVR radio. And then Nevermore's like, oh, you fucked that all up. <laughs> Yeah, and I just I fucking guess. lost it while I was editing it. Like <laughs> that entire show was a gaggle fuck. I'll put it that way. <laughs> we might have had a few of those. Uh. <laughs> I think that was the first time that I tried calling us back from break or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. And it was at the end of the show too. I think if I'm not mistaken, it was either at the end of the show or at the halfway mark. Oh, I know that was, was at the halfway coming back from break. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But either way, it was fucking hilarious because I, I don't think any of us had ever heard anybody go, welcome back to insert show name here, here on DVR radio. <laughs> like he just said it like he'd been saying it for 30 fucking years. And I was like, wait a minute. Because I had to play it back. I was like, whoa, hold the fuck up. What the fuck just came out of this dude's mouth? And sure enough, he fucked that shit up. Like, and we're talking about like me and Six have fucked it up before. But when you talk about fucking up a station ID, I was like, ah, damn, dude. Good thing this wasn't no SEC regulated bullshit because we've been fucked. <laughs> you know, what's funny is if she hadn't said something. It probably never would have been caught. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Because I had to go back and play it twice because I was like, my ears are deceiving me, right? It's like that um, that uh, that sound that went around there for a while. What do you hear? Do you hear this or that? That's what yeah, it I reminds mean, me of. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is he saying? And I did. I played it like four or five times just to make. And then I think I actually had my mom come in here and like, listen to and tell me what you hear and i think she was just as confused as me at first because she's like i don't know what (laughs) (laughs) got a new station what's going on because it sounds right right like welcome back to dvr radio because because the station identification is wdvr but we're dv radio (laughs) So why did he play that? So like, what? Was, why did he like that so much, Mama P? <laughs> because it would annoy me. <laughs> and that's Paul in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So so lesson to all you kids out there: 
Just because people play your song doesn't mean it's good or popular. <laughs> Here's looking at you, Nickelback. <laughs> Ouch. Damn. I seen an interview with that motherfucker the other day, and it's like a few years old, and they were talking about, you know, you're the most hated band in history, and he was like, well, the record sells, and I'm like, dude, people didn't buy your records to listen to them because they liked them. They done it so they could make fun of your bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. He doesn't care if he's taking the money to the bank. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm the same. I would take the money to the bank and be like, dude, I got platinum souls, man. And then you've got all the critics and, and all the people that actually know music. Dude, this shit sucks, man. Like, who would buy this? <laughs> Y'all dumb ass to put me down. <laughs> oh, Lord. Actually, uh, after we, I think it was, uh, after I'd put up Uncle Fester's, uh, last show. That that song actually got quite a few plays. <laughs> I was actually surprised because um, in our statistics, it'll show you uh, what's been recently played or whatever. And it was Uncle Fester's last show, and Frosty fucked it all up <laughs> along with the Spartan Pledge at the time. But I was like, "What? This has got to be old." <laughs> No, it was new statistics. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, but how many of those were just Mama P's phone going off at random times? Mm-hmm. Well, that's another thing. Didn't you say that he had us as his alarm at one time or something yes. like that? Yes. <laughs> he, he had the frosty fucked it up as his alarm. <laughs> And it's yeah, funny. I heard a wake up too. It's funny. The you answer that indicates trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've lis- listened to every podcast. I've listened to every one of JJ's word turning shows that were out before he passed. I've listened to every one of War Dog's shows that were on YouTube. He listened to all of this stuff. Not mm-hmm. once, twice, three, four, five, six, seven, twenty thousand times. <laughs> but that's what he did during the day. If I wasn't home, he that's what he was doing. You know what? It makes sense now on that one podcast years ago when I was using Google Analytics got over a hundred thousand hits. It was fucking faster. <laughs> fucking it was just faster. <laughs> I would I wouldn't be surprised if he was the asshole with that one tablet that went around to fifty people on Apple Podcast in one day. He didn't have a tablet. You look that wasn't him. Right. <laughs> I, well, I, what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if he coded something on somebody's fucking iPad majigger thing and just happened to fucking fix it like Oh my god. Like Yeah, I'll fix your tablet for you here. Hand right. it to me. Watch this shit. Yeah, it was a backdoor Trojan that could never be found. <laughs> right? Hold my beer, will you? I haven't looked at Apple statistics in a while. I wonder if it's still there. <laughs> the ghost of Fester lives on in electronics. Well, I mean, you know, I told Chris I never want to know how much my husband actually spent with K-Bar. <laughs> because... I would probably go back and kill him again, <laughs> but 
we only used about a third of what he ever bought because he handed them all out to everybody. <laughs> yep. And I mean everybody. <sighs> the night he came home from the hospital, he didn't get home until 6 o'clock that night. He was awake, conscious, talking like he would. He was fine. And when his hospice nurse came in here to make sure he got settled in, everything was good. Before she left, he gave her a whiskey and bad decisions bar of soap. <laughs> you bitch, you stink. Don't wash your stink ass. That's what I was thinking he would have said. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> What's that stink on that ass, girl? Get some whiskey on that. You have some bad decisions. It goes well with it. <laughs> I mean, he would he he gave them to everybody to try to bring to make K bar soap sell more. I don't know how many sales Chris got out of it or not, but he literally handed that stuff out to everybody. That's the reason on his birthday every year I get the sample bars and I hand them out. <laughs> That's great, and I'll keep doing it as long as I can afford to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I gotta, I, mean, I, I gotta hand it to, you know, we, we, we've had a lot of followers and supporters over the years, but of all of them, that asshole would share everything and react to everything <laughs> and comment on everything. Like there was no post skipped on Fester's in ever. So when people tell me they skipped a post, all I can think about is Fester never missed one. <laughs> I think he looked for him. <laughs> something. He done something. Like I, I honestly have moments where he was probably sitting there looking at his computer or his phone going, as a post up and just refreshing the Facebook page or whatever, <laughs> you know, like every 15 seconds, <laughs> like we would do with our bids when they would come in and we would refresh the comments every 30 seconds to see if they responded yet. I have a feeling that's what Fester was doing for posts. <laughs> Like it would, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> well, underneath the bin fourteen, I'm only going to follow DV Radio, DV Farm, K Bar Soap Company. <laughs> Watch I were turning. Jesus Christ! Forgot Nathan. He 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 followed Nathan's woodworking too. Oh yeah, true. Yep. <laughs> Hinkle said to say hi. He was uh, he stuck at work today. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I am proud to say he did support just about anybody we supported, whether it was because we supported him or because he liked him or not. Like it, he, it was genuine support too. It wasn't, you know, well, I'll follow in footsteps kind of thing. Um, because we were doing the independent artist thing there for a while. And I know, uh, he wanted to get him on as much as me and Nevermore was Tom McDonald. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was, I don't know. And I was, I was really surprised that he liked Tom McDonald because, you know, it's, it's not one of those genres you expect certain people to listen to because Tom McDonald isn't for everybody. I think we can all agree on that. 
Um, but can you tell us the significance of angels of Tom McDonald? I have no clue. I know Nevermore wanted me to pull it and for Fester because she said something about Fester in that song, and I don't know what it was because it's been a long time, and I've blocked out a lot of shit over the last couple of years, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> um, but if you guys don't mind, I'll go ahead and play that, and I did tweet out, and I do it every time we do this show. And I, I tag Tom in it. And maybe one of these days, Tom will see it and be like, hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's a, it's a good song. It's a bittersweet song. Uh, I love it, but for, for different reasons than probably most people. But uh, for Nevermore, for Uncle Fester, this is Tom McDonald's Angel. And I can't make you stay, but sometimes going ain't a choice And every choice you make is one that you didn't avoid Crash the whip and ditch the car, burn a bridge, follow the stars You'll find monsters in the dark, but nothing's worth it till it's hard Sometimes it's hard to see things clear through your tears But anywhere is way better than here, fight your fear that was Angels by Tom McDonald. Uh, in the podcast, it's not going to be the full uh, song. It'll be linked in the description. Uh, I'd rather you go give Tom McDonald some hits. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's it's one of those songs that has so much meaning to it. You know, I mean, for so many reasons. And yeah, I, not literal hits, because he'll probably fucking whoop your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Don't try to go sneak up on a man and give him a, a hit in the back of the head. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and uh, yeah. Oh, um, I don't know how much longer you guys want to go. Um, I know, like you and, and Frosty, Got in literally right before we started the show from work. Uh, I know JJ's over there turning wood, playing with his wood. And uh, I don't know what old mama, mama's doing today. And I know War Dog, he was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm jumping in, man. I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. <laughs> um, but uh, when you guys are ready, I'll do, uh, I'll uh, play Fester's moment. And uh, we'll, we'll obviously in the anniversary show. Uh, but any, uh, anything that you haven't said yet that any of you want to, to say? Well, mama P just, just know that we're always going to be here for you, no matter what, you know, Paul was a with us only for a short time, but he made a huge, huge fucking impact, not only on our lives personally, but professionally, if that's what you want to call this, this professional, uh, professional being dysfunctional, maybe, but uh, he left a hell of a mark and he'll always be with us. Um, probably not more than whether he was with you, but if you ever need anything, and we sincerely mean this from Alaska to in your own backyard there in North Carolina, if you ever need anything, we're here for you, mama. Thank you. 
That's absolutely true, Mama. Your family, you're stuck with us. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) You're stuck with us. We're worse than a bad (laughs) STD. Some areas were itchy and other areas, well, you just don't want to (laughs) know. Well, you know, up there, when your ball's dragging in the snow, frostbite is a concern. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's where the 55-gallon drum of blue came into play. Oh, <laughs> Glide right oh, across that snow. <laughs> no, it still I doesn't. I try the flex seal. I was here to say, don't need the fucking flex seal at all. <laughs> you motherfuckers made a whole goddamn sh- You motherfuckers made a whole goddamn show on flex seal alone. I know we never did pick up a sponsorship. What the fuck? I know, I'm, I'm still pissed about that. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> well, for lack of effort, that's for damn sure. Well, as, I think as we mo- figured out all the off-label uses. <laughs> <laughs> then so all the uses that would get a warning, <laughs> right? All the uses that asshole's writing it all down at the fucking factory now. God damn it, we gotta add that. Son no, of a bitch. No, These sons of bitches. All, all the uses that California would deem cancerous and hazardous to your health. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twelve page warning label. Thanks, DB Radio. <laughs> caution, caution. DB Radio has been deemed by the state of California, right? <laughs> to cause cancer. Didn't we already get that warning? <laughs> be a whole, it, it'd be a family bobble full of warnings just for DV Radio alone in the state of California. Like. All in 14-point bold letters, too. Actually, that needs to be a T-shirt, but we need, a, we need a caution. The state of California has determined that DV Radio <laughs> may be hazardous to your health. It contains cancer, comic chemicals. I, I can do that. I can do that. We totally, we'll, that needs to be a shirt, bro. We'll, we'll make that one of the new designs that comes out in the coming months. He said coming is what Fester would have said. Yeah. In a heartbeat. You know he would have. Everybody knows if he could have pulled off a fucking sexual innuendo, he would have. This whole show, everything we've said in this show somehow would have related to sex with him. Like, it didn't matter what it was. It could have been something simple, like, oh, I don't know, eating fries. (laughs) Eating Bo with his leg. Something. No. (laughs) What? Where did that come into play? You like that, don't you, Bo? (laughs) I'll hit you again with my foot. Are you coming yet, Bo? That's that's what I want to know. The safe word is flexil. Uh, so, <laughs> all I can think about is password now. Tonight's secret word is flexil. <laughs> Uncle Fester found many uses for this. <laughs> that should be a Jeopardy question. <laughs> Well, which answer would be correct? Flex seal or the 55-gallon drum of lube? I don't know. I think he wanted us to get the 55-gallon drum of lube just so, A. To get the flex seal off? Well, well, A, so when we supported DV Farm on smile.amazon.com, that would be one of the products that supported DV Farm was a (laughs) 55-gallon drum of lube. Two... 
the fact that there was a 55-gallon drum of lube on Amazon that you could actually fucking purchase. <laughs> it still is. I looked not too long ago. Uh, and, you know, back back when, when you fe- first found that, it wasn't a for bad science, price. Right? Frosty, you, you looked for science, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's the so, night. For science. That was the night that Adam told us about Rambone. Oh, <laughs> oh, yep. That's where that came from, because because we got to talking about how much lube you would need for that big ass dildo. <laughs> this and Adam Adam got really precise with the description of this, which really worried me, because he was like he was like it's this thick, long, veiny, rock solid. <laughs> hard and we we're like dude where is this fucking going it eventually <laughs> went to the what was it 32 inch rambone or some shit like what the <laughs> fuck and then out of nowhere you're gonna need a 55 gallon drum of lube for that and finds it on fucking amazon in like 0.28 seconds there's two there's two of them on that listed <laughs> now you have your choice of brand. Brand. KY or left. You, you know what? One's nine hundred sixty nine dollars sixty nine cents, and the other one's one thousand five hundred eighty and forty cents. Well, see what's sad when he first showed us that it was actually a pretty fair price. Like it wasn't a thousand dollars at the time, and I was like, "But inflation, fucking Joe Biden, right?" I was, I wasn't worried, but I had it in the back of my mind. That six was going to call me and say, you son of a bitch. And then go on to tell me that there's a 55 gallon drum of lube at the farm. And I would have to explain to him where it came from because it didn't come from me. It came from faster because that's why he would have done. <laughs> I'm still surprised he didn't do that or get the, the ram bone or something and send it to six. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I guess I guess he really didn't want the FBI knocking down his door. <laughs> see, now, now, see, this inspires me. I think we uh, we all need to get together and we need to begin a sub, a subversive campaign of random wild ass shit from left field to send to six like like thirty six inch dildos, dude. Yes. You do know <laughs> just fucking randomly do it like every four months. Just six gets a package. You do know that the cartoon inflatable penis that's sitting at his house is from me, right? The one with the the one with the cartoon face. I sent that to him years ago. Yeah. So it, it, it's not beyond me. It's not beyond me to send some uh, phallic items to six. <laughs> I'm sure you <laughs> And you know what? We can write it off as a business expense. All right. Um. <laughs> Just under miscellaneous. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Google mean, asked for the receipts to do the taxes. You know what? It's, about, it's almost that time she starts asking me to do taxes with her. So we better do that this year for next year. So when we do taxes at this time, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. So what happened was. <laughs> we didn't mention this on the show. So, yeah, I just business expensed it. Yeah. 
<laughs> no big deal. <laughs> the Fed's listening, so we don't care. <laughs> he knows it's coming. <laughs> he knows it's coming. <laughs> oh, That's just a for the road show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If we do get the 55-gallon drum of lube, we have to find the biggest dildo to go along with it. Bigger than the Rambon. Like the one in the video yeah, where it's taking the track and trailer to bring it. We've got to find it. We've got to find and, one. And a 147-yard slip and slide. Yes. Ooh. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> the hill is long enough at the farm for a 147-yard slip and slide. And we've got to get the I'm old style right slip into and the duck pond. We, we've got to get the old. We've got to get the old slip and slide with that little hoop that you go through at the end that sprays water on you for the dildo to slip right through it. Perfect. The dildo ring on the slip and slide with a fifty-five gallon drum of lube. A ring of dildos on the slip and slide. Dude, this is turning into the fucking dick episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Wars. <laughs> if you've not seen the dick episode, <laughs> you need to go watch that. That's a hilarious episode. All I'm saying is there's no better way to commemorate Fester than making dick jokes. <laughs> Jesus. He is rolling right now. He is laughing his ass off watching us. <laughs> Yes, actually, Mayhem. I'm sorry. I just got in the chat. The Fed is listening right now. He's been listening the whole time. He or she. Nice. Uh, I was actually surprised. He said, he said that the Fed's sitting there reporting, like, now they're talking about giant dildos. And 55-gallon drums of... I mean, these are radicals, but what the hell? <laughs> He's probably like, is that a real thing? 55-gallon? Holy <laughs> shit. It's making notes like... Rambone. We give a whole new look to anarchism. <laughs> Do you get the cattle prod or the taser? Yes. Why, why not both? <laughs> why not both? Sham wow. What? Sham wow to clean up the uh, lube? Uh, the anal leakage? <laughs> We're going to need some depends after this episode. <sighs> Fire hose for cleanup. Yep. I hear tampons is for men now, too, so no more anal hey, leakage. Don't, don't even start with that bullshit. Hey, Fester would have loved that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fester would have been like, do it! Put it in! <laughs> and mayhem for the wind, the flex seal for the anal leakage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Do you suffer from embarrassing anal leakage? <laughs> Try Flex Seal. <laughs> Slap that oh. shit on there. Munchie is in here stealing uh, cherry rounds that I cut off the blank. <laughs> Like big, like two pound chunks of cherry, which she's just she's grabbing them, taking them out in the yard. <laughs> well, I guess those aren't going to be turned into something else now. No, no, they were they're too cracked. She can chew on them. She likes to. Oh, Walter. it's got bugs in it for protein. So there you go. I had, I had a few passengers spray on me. Fester always thought that was funny when I found extra protein in a piece. 
Eat it. I would be on Facebook Live turning and get a bug splatter and be, you know, sit there picking it out and saying something about extra protein and Fester would be making raunchy jokes about, you know, you should eat that. <laughs> Save that for later. Because, you know, that's how we lunch. Work. Yeah, <laughs> that's lunch. It's not going to raise your blood sugar, so. <laughs> Oh man, I do. I think about he's here every day. I think about him every day. Um, nobody supported me as much as Fester and Snafu, and uh, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't be more appreciative of their encouragement, uh, and especially of, of Paul's when I was first starting and I was getting frustrated and I had that little tiny lathe, and uh, he never he never said anything but encouraging words to me. Not once. And, uh, man, I appreciate that. I, I do appreciate that. Yep, like I told Mrs. P, I think he didn't, as much for us, as, you know, he thinks that we did for him. You know, I, I think yeah, he oh, yeah. back tenfold. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he was probably our biggest cheerleader for all of us, whatever we were doing. You know, he just wanted to encourage us and wanted to be a part of it. He wanted to know what we were doing so he could understand what was happening. And, you know, he just wanted to be a part of it. And and we were, I was glad to share it with him. I was glad to let him in, you know, it, it was one of the, he was automatically a member of the family. He was automatically a DV. Didn't matter that he was a fireman, not a, uh, not a veteran. It, 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 he fit. He was family. Yeah, we haven't got to do it yet, and I, re- I really hate that I didn't get to go forward with it before he passed because I, I had the thought in my head, and I was trying to plan out, you know, uh, a, uh, a, a process and how the flow would be, uh, but I, I even talked to JJ and Scav about it. Uh, it was to do a whole first responders show, even if it was just 30 minutes and, and he was going to be it, at least a co-host if he didn't fully host. Right. And I hate, I hate, I hate that he didn't get to voice that, but it's, it's like I told, uh, nevermore and miss, miss Fester, um, as soon as we go forward with that, his his uh, fire badge will will be the the logo for it. Uh, there will nice. there's not going to be any way around it. I'll I'll have it you know redrawn and all and and I'll do all that. But you know, I I thought about it hard and I was like I want him to be in that somehow. And that was the, the best way to, to do that, I think. And, and like I said, we haven't done it yet. Um, hell, we can't even get people to fucking voice DV against DV. Uh, <laughs> cause people want money and, and apparently we make tons of it. <laughs> but, um, as, as well, you know, as, you're paying me thousands of dollars an episode. So, oh yeah, man, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how you're able to fucking turn all that wood over. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm making, I'm making bank, bro. Yeah, boy. Gang, gang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Payment sawdust. <laughs> yep. Uh, 
but that's that's definitely what will happen as soon as we bring all that together um and uh in in some way shape or form outside of that logo fester will always be a part of that because that was basically built around him and me listening to you guys and and on all that and then obviously what we had talked about first responder wise but i think other than not actually being able to meet him physically that that's the other big thing that weighs on me is we didn't get to do that and i never got to mention it to him because it wasn't too long before that i had come up with the idea before he passed it was like a, a couple months i'd fully came to the realization, Hey, we need this, but I never even got to mention it to him. So that's, I don't, I don't have regrets, but that's the two things I hate. I didn't get to do. You know what I mean? Oh, most definitely. I mean, I'm surprised that, uh, you know, thinking back of, of, you know, his celebration of life that we were able, that Frosty and I were able to keep that so quiet. (laughs) Without fucking actually somehow leaking it out to Mama Fester because we so badly wanted to tell her we were coming, but we're like, no, I think she'll get a bigger kick out of us surprising and, and showing up than anything else. And I uh, swear we flubbed that a dozen times. I swear to God, I think we leaked it at least a couple. You know, oh, I know and- you did because it was on the fucking show <laughs> the, multiple the, times on, on Barracks Talk. You motherfuckers said it. Well, we'll see you, Miss Fester, soon. And I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't even supposed to say anything. And here you guys are just <laughs> talking away. And I'm like, okay, I guess I can't do that. <laughs> fuck it. Well, you gotta, in, in all of that, in my head, I was always, you know, I heard little bits and pieces. I was like, no, one, Oink's wife's not going to let him leave this close <laughs> to his surgery. <laughs> you know, and Frosty's not going to come without Oink. So I still did, even though, y'all, I would hear the slips every once. So I was like, no, they're not coming. I They're just trying to pull my leg. I never thought for sure that they would actually show up. Yeah. Of course. Oh, and then that Saturday's barracks talk. Yeah. Me and chat trying to keep things going and, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and that driving. Was, look, I'm driving. You, that was fucking hilarious, first <laughs> off. Cause I'm getting asked, where are they? Cause not really anybody really knew it. That that was the whole plan, right? Nobody really knew it. And I was like, they've not been to my house. Nope. They've not been to my house. <laughs> Cause the whole, the whole thing was, could we get me down there too? Remember? Cause we were trying to figure out a way yep. to get me down there and it, it didn't work out for a phenomenal amount of reasons. It was, was too hot. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, I know. And that, that was another reason. Um, but. I was like, oh my God, if I slip up and say, I just seen them, I'm, I'm, you know, cause if it's not that I was worried that I would slip up, it was that I would ruin the moment. Right. Like, <laughs> cause I'm pretty good at keeping secrets, but at the same time, I hadn't seen either one of these assholes physically ever. So that was great to see them. But then I was like, oh my God, I want to talk about meeting them. And us just being stupid. Because <laughs> I think Six was here too. And yeah. mm-hmm. 
and I had to keep six under wraps. I was like, God, if the, if he fucks That's it a up, chore in itself, dude. <laughs> I think that he just was my, gave it up two or three times. Oh yeah, I think that was my biggest thing was six, and not necessarily me. It was six. And, oh, he's like a fucking two year old. Hey, mommy, <laughs> daddy said. Like that's, that's six. Right. And I was like, Oh, and, and every time he would say something, I was like, don't do it. Don't fucking do it. And then when I think at one moment, one point he said, aren't they going to be down there? And I was like, Oh, like my heart sank. Like it just, mm-hmm. I could feel myself get sick. <laughs> like, Cause I was pissed off. I was upset. I was sad. It was, it was all these emotions at once. And I was like, if I could get out to that goddamn camper right now, I would just choke the fuck out of him. And I've told him, <laughs> I, I've told him before, I was like, I would punch you in the face if I could stand up. Cause I've gotten pissed off at him before really bad. And he said the same to me. He's like, I'd punch you if you weren't disabled. And I'm like, same here, bro. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was one of the, uh, the hardest things to do is keep that a secret. You're, you're exactly right. Like, yeah, as soon as, as soon as Mrs. P said that she was doing something, I think Frosty and I were both on the computers at night mm-hmm. looking for airline tickets, hotel reservations, which route are we fucking taking down? And I think where we were we all landing? talking about trying to get down there. Yeah. We we're like, how can we think, how can we all make it a big thing? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was almost immediate. Like there, I don't think any of us blinked and we're like, Hey, how can we get them? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, y'all were his family. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that everything works out this year and we can do something here in the front yard somehow, some way by whatever grace, whatever you believe in, we can all get everybody together and we do something out here uh, like we've done a few years ago, but that that being a secret, you know, that was <laughs> of all the secrets. <laughs> that's, dude, I was in the fucking military and had a secret clearance and could keep secrets easier than that motherfucker. <laughs> My only regret on that trip was we didn't have more time. Yeah. I, I think, I think we had talked about that when you guys were here. It was just, you were go, 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 go. Like here, actually, yeah. I remember Oink and me talking cause you, Frosty, were like, we can go to here. And while we're going down there, we can stop here. And, and Oink was like, dude, we've only got this many days. <laughs> well, I was trying to figure out a route where we could do, cause we talked about the other things we might be able to do. And the more we looked at it's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I can only imagine. And, and this is what I picture the first vacation movie with Chevy Chase and you're sitting down at the TV with the old, uh, whatever the fuck that was. I can't remember what it was called. And you're, you're, you're planning out your road trip, right? <laughs> and, and everywhere Frosty wants to go, only over here, nope, we're going to eat that. Emily Truckster <laughs> and Frosty's like, "Hey, oink, stop eating the Truckster." Hey, oink, stop! <laughs> like that's all I can imagine. Uh, oh shit! Um, who hasn't said anything that they? Who hasn't gotten the chance to say what they've wanted to in this show that wants to say something? Oh, on this closing thoughts. Yeah, I guess, I guess we can call it that. Yeah. Well, like Wink said about uh, Fester, Mrs. P, thank you for uh, 
lend us sh- sharing him with us for all this time and your family. So you're gonna have to deal with us. But, uh, for uh, everybody else, you know my usual routine here. Check on your brother, sisters. Check on yourself. Make sure you're doing good. Make sure everybody's doing good. If you need help, reach out. You know there's tons of places to do that. And, uh, you know, I, it's kind of weird when you think the people are only five that are five foot tall are only five Subway sandwiches long. <laughs> Wait, now I'm hungry. Uh, I just ate oh, and I want to eat again. Like <laughs> two rambles. So really? <laughs> really? Two rambles? Not only Not only did the guy that promoted Subway get arrested. <laughs> but now we gotta throw two rambles in on the joke. <laughs> Let's not go there. Um why Fester would have? Uh, I was I was gonna say one of one of Fester's favorite jokes was he couldn't eat at Subway any longer because he didn't have a foot long. <laughs> wow. What about you, JJ? Did you? I uh, you know I'm glad that uh, we got to to. Uh, Get to know him, Mama, and thank you for sharing him with us. And um, you are stuck with us. We're family. And uh, like uh, like the uh, frozen assholes said, um, if you need anything, all you have to do is pick up the phone. Uh, Nevermore and I are not that far away. And uh, I managed to wander down to that part of the state every once in a while. So, uh, you know, don't be stranger. I'm sorry to laugh, but I can hear the squeaking in the background, and I know Fester. Yeah, I'm I'm to say about care that. that 55 gallon drum of lube would help that squeak. Right? Yeah. No, I'm not giving the mass tip a 55 gallon drum of lube because <laughs> the entire house would be covered in that shit. <laughs> hey, big brother! Here, <laughs> Skeeter! Sergeant Wardog, what about you, brother? Not, um, I, I never actually, I might be the only one. Um, I came so late to DV Radio that uh, I never had the opportunity to work with Uncle Fester before. But I did uh, know back then that he's a legend. Uh, I knew, I know now that he's a legend. And um, I'm grateful for even the comments that he used to give me about how uh, my own podcast was doing. Um, so I, I really I have my hats off to uh, Mrs. Fester. Um, and I'm, I honor this day as everyone else does for Uncle Fester. Salute. A thousand percent, brother. Um, Mama P, Miss Fester, I'll 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 hit it over to you, and then when you finish, I'll 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 do my thing, and and we'll end the anniversary show. I just want to thank all of you, y'all. Have all been there to help me when I'm down. Today is not an easy day. Last night was 
probably just it was the worst. You know, two two years ago when I sent him to the hospital thinking, you know, my husband's dehydrated because he'd been sick. Did not expect two days later to be told he had 48 hours to live. I thought he was just dehydrated. You know, did not expect any of it. And everything that y'all did to step up and help not only me, but him during that time, I they'll never be able to pay y'all back for. So just thank you. And I appreciate all of you being there to get him through some of his hard times. And like I said, all of you were family to him. And I just want to thank everybody for always being there. We love you, Mama. That we do. Um, I can't say anything more than what everybody else has said. There's, I can't, I just can't, right? Like everything has been said and I can't, I can't add on to it because it's, it's just one of those things you can't do. I mean, um, but as Oink and Frosty and, and JJ have said, we're here family you are stuck with us as 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 big of assholes and dicks as we are uh and uh anytime you need anything all you've got to do is just hit any of us up call uh no more glitter bombs please um (laughs) ask my mom i hate glitter I hate glitter. I, I do nice glitter bombs. <laughs> Ask the boys. Look, look. I loved it. It went I everywhere. Hate, I hate glitter. Fucking hate glitter. Glitter is the herpes of the art world. God, really? I, Why is it every time I open his box, I get glitter bombed? <laughs> Let's see what happened was. <laughs> Nevermore slipped and spilled into the box. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, that was classic as we nailed six, too. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that shit. <laughs> uh, really quick, we have two things we're going to play uh, before the outro, which is the Adam's Family outro, uh, because it's Uncle Fester. Um, I'm going to change things up a bit. From what I told Link, because I think it makes more sense now that I think about it, because I literally just threw shit together at the last second because we were, <laughs> we were, yeah. Um, but the first thing that's going to be playing is the Spartan Pledge, which Fester was a part of. Uh, we'll never change the Spartan Pledge. It'll never be redone or anything like that. Um, it, it'll be as it is now. Uh, it'll, it'll never change. You suck on it if you want to change. <laughs> <laughs> suck on that brand boom, will you? Right. Uh, <laughs> there will be a link in the podcast description for that as well as Tom McDonald's Angels. Um, and before the Adam Stanley outro, after the Spartan Pledge, uh, is Fester's moment, his tribute. 
from, I believe it was his first episode that he was on Frag Out, Drag Out. Um, yeah. Uh, thank those for tuning in live with us. I know it was short notice. Uh, as is our protocol, there is no new podcasts this week. Uh, unless something happens, there will be a show Saturday. <laughs> um, hopefully nothing happens. Hopefully a hurricane or a blizzard or fucking tsunami or the earth doesn't open up or anything like that. Um, but, uh, for everybody, oink, frosty, JJ, word dog, and there's faster. Thank you, uncle faster. And we love you all. I'm Bonerwood. This has been the Frag Out Drag Out's Uncle Fester's anniversary show. Okay, listen up. Before we start this, understand what it is. The Spartan Pledge is a battle drill. It's what to do when you don't know what to do. Remember that. I will be the last to fall. Two things every warfighter needs. I won't shed a tear for them to see is a battle buddy and a mission. Repeat after me. I will not take my own life by my own hand. I will not take my own life by my own hand. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. Until I talk to my battle buddy first. My mission. My mission is to find a mission. Is to find a mission. To help my warfighter family. To help my warfighter family. Thank you. You've now taken the Spartan pledge. Don't let it die here. You are now authorized to go and tell other people, other warfighters. You don't take it for yourself, you take it for them. It's an agreement so they know where to go when they're having problems. Take this, go give it to others. All the way. Make it happen. Give it to others. Make it happen. Radio. This is the greatest and best tribute in the world. It's been a pretty good week so far. Um, actually, this is the highlight of my week. I've always kind of prayed that I'd get a chance to join y'all. Goodness, see, he's like, he's like trying to hit some fills up in here, y'all. <laughs> y'all. Y'all see this, right? So for the ones that don't know, because we're like sounding all sad, 
he is our one-legged bandit. He's only got, he, like he said, he's on his last leg. He's only got one leg to stand on. I mean, you know. I was like a one-legged man in the ass-kicking contest. <laughs> Uncle Fester, besides, you know, wheeling around with one leg and, be, you know, missing your firefighters, because now you got us. And when you make family with us, whether you like it or not, you kind of never can get rid of it. Frosty is like a bad like STD. Yeah, he's like <laughs> herpes, gonocephalitis. You're never getting rid of him. What do you like? What else do you like to do? Do you got hobbies? I mean, besides listening to DV radio, because that's right at your brain. Oh, well, actually, I listen to the podcast pretty much nonstop. I do love y'all's rap. Frosty effed it up. That was, that's awesome. I just recently got a power chair, which allows me to actually get out of the house now. So I'm looking forward to gardening, getting back into gardening next year. wife originally was her mom and I were in firefighting classes together. I was working at a part-time job where her daughter started working and she asked me to keep an eye on her and so I did. I'm hoping to be back more often if you'll have me. <laughs> we were just, we were scared. We just made you shut down right there. We're talking about tacos and stuff. <laughs> well, I want to say thank you for letting me join y'all. It's definitely been a pleasure. I say that now. <laughs> oh no, believe me, it's uh, compared to what I've had for the last couple of years, this is awesome. I've got to say, I love y'all. They'll be all right. Look, those nice policemen are helping them into their squad car. Probably going to give them a lift home. <laughs> Thank you, Fester. I love y'all.